Jenny, it is another phenomenal, great day in this, the greatest nation on planet Earth, past, present, or future. And every day that I wake up a citizen of this country, I'm doing good. Right? I would rather live here, be here, than anywhere else on the planet, no matter where I go. Right here is numero uno. It isn't even close. My Cubs are eight wins, ten losses, which, uh, given what we've got this year, isn't too bad. I'll, I'll actually, I'll take it. Got my favorite Cubs cap on. Got my favorite pair of Cubs pants on. As most of you know, if you were following up with Tom Cock Talks last week, I spent some time down at spring training in Arizona watching the Cubs, and it's a good, good thing when the Chicago – here, check it out. These are my favorite Cubs pants. Huh? What do you think of that? So it's a good day to be alive. And you are with Uncle Tom Talks. There's been a little shuffling of the deck. So Uncle Tom Talks now airs at 3 p.m., formerly 4 p.m. Haven't done a show in about a week because Conservative Daily, uh, who, who hosts my show, uh, they've had some shuffling of the deck. Things are growing. Things are expanding. Uh, their, their network is on the move. So I had to shuffle some things around, and I didn't have a podcast last week. Uncle Tom Talks, you can find on conservative-daily.com, 3 p.m. Mountain Time. So those of you who are trying to follow regularly, uh, you got the muscle memory thing going for 4 p.m. Switch it up, back it up one hour to 3 p.m. Okay, so before we get going, something I want to show you, a little levity. You know, laughter is good for the heart. A merry heart makes the soul feel better. And there's a funny thing I found on the internet. I'm on MeWe. My only um, social media uh, outlet now is MeWe. If you're not on MeWe, M-E-W-E, that's that's the only one I use. Uh, I got off of Facebook. I got off of Twitter. Might be going back to Twitter now, but most of you know the story. I just can't support those communist organizations. But there was a, there was a, a little 10 to 20 second clip on MeWe yesterday that cracked me up. So I want to show this to you. So Trump... Uh, as you may know, there's been some some. He's been celebrated here in the last week or so for shooting a hole in one. Apparently, Trump's a pretty good golfer. Um, I don't golf. I don't know anything about golf. I'm clueless. I think I've golfed three times in my entire life, except for when I put it beneath the windmill and try to go underneath the giraffe. Not a golfer. But Trump uh, nailed a hole in one here recently, and someone on the internet put this together. This has nothing to do with today's Uncle Tom talks. I just think it's funny. Zach, show the people this if you can. Will you please? I actually had to tell you that was deleted. So it's no longer. You what? Yeah, I know. I'm oh, it was so funny. Oh, I can't believe it. All right. Well, I'm not going to try to do it justice by describing it to you. So on with the show. Communication error between me and my producer. That happens every now and then. Um, I'm not a big, I'm not big into protesting. I'm not a big, I don't, I don't really believe in protesting um, because I think it's largely ineffective the way it's done today. Now, Dr. King and, and the protests that they organized during the civil rights era uh, at the Walgreens, at the Woolworths food counter and things like that, those are highly effective, brought about significant change. But I think many, if not most of today's protesters, half of them don't even know what they're protesting. They're just out there being hooligans. And um, I, just, I just find it ineffective. It's just not an effective use of my time. So I'm not big into protesting. But if you didn't know this is going on, 
So right now, the National Basketball Association playoffs are taking place. NBA playoffs. I no longer watch the, uh, watch the NFL. In the last three, four years, I have not seen a single basket, a single dribble of NBA basketball. I have not seen a single snap of NFL football. If you'd have told me 10, 12, 15 years ago that that would be true of me, I wouldn't have believed you. I mean, I just loved it. I mean, my buddy and I went to the Denver Nuggets games. Uh, when I lived in San Francisco, we'd go over to the Golden State Warrior game. I mean, I've, I've always been a sports guy. But I have a son who has sworn an oath to protect this nation with his life, if necessary. And he earns less money in a year than these guys make in a day. And you want to take a knee and protest the playing of my national anthem? Sorry, I'm not having it. So I don't watch it anymore. But there has been protesters at the NBA playoffs uh, the last week or so in Minneapolis, go figure, that have been storming the court and protesting for animal rights. Because the owner of the Minneapolis Timberwolves uh, made his fortune or makes his fortune, portion of his fortune, in, in chicken farming. He's a chicken farmer. He owns, I don't know how many chicken farms, probably owns millions and millions of chickens. you got to have a lot of those things to make that kind of money. So... An organization called Direct Action Everywhere has been interrupting the games on the court to protest the treatment of chickens. So there's the website on screen right now for directactioneverywhere.com. It is a group of vegans, uh, leftists, of course, uh, some would say far left radical, um, whatever. But the problem that I have with people like this is there, there's two things. So number one, they may be, if you're standing for the rights of animals, that's a debate for another day. Do animals have rights? I would argue that they do. Um, they deserve to be treated, treated humanely and what have you, but we eat them. So there's always that. And to the degree that people say they, I listened to a girl on the radio once talking about how we need to stop eating salmon because catching these fish is, is inhumane and they suffocate when they're out of the water and what have you. And all I could think to myself was, what are we going to do about the grizzly bears? What are we going to do about the bears? Right? You know, you ever see what these things do? They're massive animals. They're a thousand pounds. They jump on top of these salmon. They yank them out of the water. They skin them while still alive and begin eating them. Uh, they're not treating salmon humanely. Most animals in nature are not treated humanely. That's just not the, how it works. But the other thing about protesters and people like these vegans is they live in the space that says, if I don't want it, if I don't believe in it, if I'm offended by it, then nobody should have it. Nobody should do it. Nobody should eat it. Nobody should see it. If I don't like it, if I don't believe in it, or if I'm offended by it, no one should have it. And that is why it, I've run into these radical leftist vegans and vegetarians. It's like, oh, look, if you want to be vegan, if you want to be vegetarian, fine. Good for you. I don't care. But their thing is, not only am I vegan, you should be too. You need to stop eating animals. Well, that's none of your business what I choose to put into my body. If I choose to eat a salmon, that's got nothing to do with you. But anyway, so they've decided they're going to use the NBA playoffs as a platform for protesting 
this old, this chicken farmer and the consumption and treatment of chickens. So they've done it three times, at least as of right now, three times. I'm sure security is amped up now. It's going to be tough for them to do it again. The first time was last week. I believe our first cut. Uh, yeah, the first one, if I have my numbers selected here correctly, is a lady who went down, got on the floor during play. All right, the ball is on the floor. The players and the referee, the ball's live. And she goes down onto the floor and attempts to super glue her hand to the floor. While play is going on, she comes out with a hand covered in super glue and tries to glue herself to the basketball floor. Yes, this really happened. Cut one. To be the hardest worker in the NBA. I've never been around a player. Somebody has fallen a arena worker has fallen at the other end and you can see right now I'm not sure if she fainted or fell but they are assisting her so no one knows what's really going there on she goes you know I say it's an arena work it may have been somebody else because they quickly got her up and, and got her off in a hurry did she if she fell is there blood down there Oh, okay. I, th I think we've been told there was a protest, and I think she was writing something on the floor. Maybe it was. I've seen so many Reggie Miller Wendy's commercials. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do if I see one more. You're probably writing Baconator down there or yeah, something, that's right. right? That's exactly right. <laughs> so whatever it was, she is gone, and the graffiti or whatever she was doing on the floor is being wiped away. There's nothing like the energy of a live NBA playoff game. These are not the playoffs. This is the play-in. But it has that but feel of a playoff game. Indeed. I'm going to stay with the, it's a playoff game. But the playoffs are right around the corner and you can be loud. You can be the difference. Be there and secure your seats at NBAticket.com So they're filling the ounces are filling because there's wet super glue. You know what that stuff is like? It's like tar. It's like like cold honey, right? It's try you, you just don't wipe it up. So this individual attempted to super glue her hand to the floor to stop the game. Now, personally, what I think is they should have let the super glue get dry. Rather than getting her up, I think they should have just left her there. However long it takes for that stuff to dry, a few minutes, five minutes, I don't have any idea. They should have just left her there for the five minutes. <laughs> I think that would have been, that would have worked for me. So, but to the point of protesting. So this group, um, Direct Action Everywhere, you saw their website earlier, they released a statement on social media and took responsibility. You know, they, they, it's like when terrorists blow up a supermarket and then they later take responsibility. They let everybody know that it was us that did it. This uh, action everywhere, same thing. They let everybody know that that was one of ours that did the super gluing of her hand to the floor. Now, what did she accomplish? Has, has that moved the needle at all? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's effective at all. Now, this is Minneapolis, which is another woke city where there is no or very little 
punishment for criminal behavior. So she ultimately is going to pay no penalty, no price. She's probably booked, arrested, and let go, and that's it. So there's no repercussions for doing these things. But you interrupt the game. You have the players. You have people. What's going on? All because you want to focus attention on the owner of one of the teams who raises chickens, and that's how he makes his money. But what have you really accomplished by, with this stunt? I've probably given you more exposure talking about it right now on Uncle Tom Talks than your little protest. But we didn't stop there. Or they didn't stop there. So cut number two. So in our next cut, a young lady at the same organization goes down and attempts to chain herself. Well, she didn't attempt to. She chained herself to the basketball stanchion. So to the upright that holds the basket in, in place. She goes down there. And I'll give her credit. I mean, you, if you're going to do something like this, you got to do it like a boss. Okay, you just got to go down there with confidence, act like you belong there, act like you know what you're doing. People might assume that you work for the arena or whatever. So you got to do it like a boss. She goes down there like a boss and chains herself to the upright. Cut two. She got the chain and the super glue in. It, it's, a, it's amazing that they, they pulled that off. Yeah, super glue I can see. You can put that in your pocket and metal detectors aren't going to pick it up, whatever. Where this girl got a chain from? That's a really good point. Maybe she was in cahoots with somebody who works in the arena. But the point is, how, have you advanced your cause? Okay, you're, so the, 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 the announcers are mocking you, a sleeper cell of chicken protesters. How have you moved the needle? How have these protests done a thing besides make you a spectacle in front of the world? Now, the last one. So this lady storms the court. She comes right. So this lady has a fake referee jersey on. Underneath her shirt, she has a referee's shirt. She's sitting in the row of seats immediately behind the owner of the Timberwolves and his wife. These are not cheap seats. So this is clearly a well-funded organization. They bought her seats one row from being courtside, probably a thousand bucks a pop, 1500 bucks a pop. Waits till an opportune moment, kind of lifts her shirt up to, to show her referee deal, 
don't know if she was thinking people would think she's a referee, but jumps over the owner and the players and attempts to rush the court. Didn't work out so well. She got taken down hard, uh, only got about two or three steps onto the hardwood, and then she got crushed. And um, they call it hardwood for a reason. I mean, if somebody tackles you on that, you're going to feel it. But this is the third interruption of the NBA playoffs in the last week, cut three. Watch the top of your screen. What's going on here? Oh, wow. Somebody's run out of the floor. Beverly goes into the front row on the other. Along with these people. And there's somebody else here who's trying to go after going after Taylor. Taylor. They're going These after people are insane. Thankfully, everybody, aside from the people protesting, appear to be okay. I mean, this is uh, this is getting carried away. Yeah, it's getting carried away to the point that you're you're endangering the physical welfare of people. Including the protesters themselves. How selfish do you have to be to do that? Okay, nobody else matters besides me and what I care about. That's the message. You've got 10 players on the court, six, seven more on the bench, three referees, an arena with 16, 18, 20, 22,000 people in it. Who knows how many people watching on TV? Presumably millions. And you're going to interrupt everyone's fun. You're going to shut this whole thing down because you are so selfish that you don't care. All that matters is me and what I believe in. And if I don't want it, if I don't believe in it, or if I'm offended by it, then nobody should see it, nobody should have it, Everyone should look at me. See, this isn't protesting like Dr. King did, where you organized, you had a common cause, we are, we, are, we are seeking a righteous outcome, we're going to be peaceful, all the things that Dr. King believed in and preached, which I believe in and preach. That's effective protesting. I'm going to attempt to super glue myself to the floor in the middle of a basketball game being played on TV, that's not effective protesting, and it's just plain foolhardy. It's just foolishness. But that's how these people roll. Okay, they just they don't care about anybody but themselves. And interestingly, so they're putting the the rape treatment of chickens, and they don't want people to eat chickens or trout or beef. Or anything, else, or, or anything that comes from a cow. Not just the cow, but the cheese. All right, You're, these are hardcore vegans, and cow taking cheese from cows is stealing from the cow. And if you don't believe as I believe, then I'm going to protest you. But the funny thing is, is these exact same people who will go through all these antics for the protection of trout wouldn't lift a finger to protect 
an unborn human being. In fact, just the opposite. We'll go out of their way to see to it that a human being in the womb, or maybe even slightly out, can still be slaughtered. But when it comes to taking a trout out of a stream or a chicken on a farm, will chain themselves to a basket and risk personal harm and injury by running onto a basketball court and being tackled by 210-pound security guards over a chicken wouldn't lift a finger to save a baby human. So who are these people? Uh, I've got some images to show you in case you have never heard of Direct Action Everywhere. And you probably haven't. You probably just learned more about Direct Action Everywhere in the last 15 minutes than you had your entire life. Let's go with image number four, Zach. So we're going to run through. So here's uh, Direct Action Everywhere protesting outside of a Chipotle. So this is what they do. They go up and set up. Uh, and they're protesting Chipotle because, of course, Chipotle has um, chicken and, and pork and what have you on the menu. Animals are equal. Animal rights now. Animals are equal. Now, obviously, that means animals are equal to human beings, needless to say. I just told you what I would be willing to wager anything I have. All of these people believe about the rights of human beings before they've taken their first breath. Let's go to the next image, image five. So Smithfield is, um, they, raise, they raise hogs, they raise pigs, they're a big uh, you know, bacon and pork chops and what have you. Now this is actually encroaching on private property. So they actually, they probably went out and did this in the middle of the night and actually defaced this sign and stood there doing this deal right here. Cancel animal ag. Cancel animal agriculture. Because I don't want it. I don't believe in it. I'm offended by it. Nobody should have it. Okay, cancel it. We should all eat nothing but things that grow. Beans, peas, pears, bananas. And listen, if that's how you want to live, I don't care. Doesn't affect me at all. But they actually encroach the private property of a corporation, and they were arrested for this, I have very little doubt. I also have very little doubt there was any repercussions, but this is who these people are. Next image. Peace begins on your plate. That tends to speak for itself. They're wearing Holstein cow pajamas or whatever. Whatever. I don't know my cows very well, but I think Holsteins are the black and white ones. And peace begins on your plate. Try explaining that to some people from fleeing Ukraine right now. Okay, try to, try to tell people fleeing Ukraine who have had sisters, brothers, mothers, sisters uh, blown up in the last handful of weeks that if they would just uh, chicken and pork chops off their plate, we'd have peace. Next image. So here's a great big thing, you know, go vegan. And again, if I don't want it, if I don't believe in it, if I'm offended by it, nobody should have it. So it's not enough that they are vegan. They want you to be vegan too. Stay in your lane. What I choose to eat is none of your business. Next image. 
How many is oh, how many are we up to here, Zach? Are we out of them? We got one more to go. Uh, that I hope you're done. That's the last one right there. Okay, so the, and there's the point. You need to go vegan. Okay, it's not enough that I'm vegan. Everyone needs to be vegan. You all need to be like me. If I don't want it, if I don't believe in it, if I'm offended by it, no one should have it. It's just the way so many people view life on this planet and certainly in this country and we need to pass laws to make it the way that i want it to be everyone needs to be the way i am or we need to pass laws to keep them from being the way that they are and you shouldn't be a carnivore because that makes you a horrible person that's how they view things to the point where they're willing to risk life and limb and break up an nba playoff game just to make the point to me, that's just remarkable. But to me, that is ineffective protesting. That's not pulling people over to your side. That's repulsing people. Everyone who was watching that basketball game and had a three, four, five-minute delay, stoppage in play, nothing going on besides listening to announcers talk about what just happened, you just didn't attract them to your side. You just didn't pull them over to your cause. You just didn't send them to your website to find out what you believe and to maybe chip in a couple of bucks. They're furious with you because all they wanted to do was watch a ball game in peace. And you broke that up because you're a selfish, selfish individual. So that's what's happening in the NBA playoffs. Moving Uncle Tom talks right along. We are now going to move to, I, I know you people who watch Uncle Tom talks, you've been jonesing for the last week because you didn't get to play the gaming sensation that is sweeping the internet, real fake headlines. Well, we are going to correct that particular problem right now. So if you have never joined Uncle Tom Talks for real fake headlines, this is very, very simple. I am about to put on the screen for you, or actually Zach is about to put on the screen for you, four headlines. Three of these headlines are real. I surfed the web and found them myself. One of them is a fake. All you have to do is identify the fake. Okay, so when you think you know which of these is not real, where am I? Here we go. All you have to do is use whatever chat you have, depending on how you're watching. I keep getting lost. Ah, enter the number one two, three, or four to indicate which one you think is the fake. And if you win, it gets, get, if you guess it right, you know what? We might send you a, a year's supply of Smithfield bacon. Okay, we'll, we'll get you some bacon, some pork chops, and some pork sausage. It's celebration of real fake headlines. Okay, so here we go. Here comes headline number one. Headline number one reads, Largest teacher union spent twice as much on politics as on member needs. Okay, largest teacher union, twice as much. Wow, I mean, you'd think twice as much? That's, that seems kind of steep. Headline number two. Good old New York City. New York weighs giving pizza joints and other eateries the okay to sell cannabis-infused food. Headline number three, 
Fearing woke mob violence, city renames War Memorial Park Inclusivity Park. Because uh, libs aren't big on word war. I mean, there's a lot of words they don't like. War, Indian, uh, Redskins. I mean, take your pick. They're offended by them all. And headline number four. Washington State Legislature strikes word marijuana from state laws, citing racism. So is the word marijuana racist? All right. There's your four headlines. I'm going to give them to you again. Rapid fire. If you think you know the fake, put one, two, three, or four in the chat, and we'll see how you did. Headline number one. Largest teachers union spent twice as much on politics as on member needs. Headline number two. New York ways giving pizza joints and other eateries the okay to sell cannabis-infused food. Headline number three. Fearing woke mob violence, city renames War Memorial Park to in in Inclusivity Park. And headline number four. Washington legislature strikes the word marijuana from state laws, citing racism. So there you go. Headlines one, two, three, and four. I'm going to give you just a couple more seconds, and then we're going to start the reveal. And you never know. On Uncle Tom Talks, sometimes we get lots of people voting. Sometimes we only get two or three. Just depends on the mood y'all are in. Zach, what do you see? I can't see the chat, as you know. What's going on? Fours and ones. All the votes are coming in on four and on one. All right, let's start the reveal. So put up headline number one, one more time. Largest teacher union spent twice as much on politics as on member needs. Let's go with image number eight. One sec, just had a tech issue. Do you even know how to work one of those things? Thank you very much. <laughs> Come on, man. Pull it together. Let's go. He'll get it there. See, this is like the, the NBA announcers. Now, i got to fill right now. right? The NBA announcers, when they were cleaning up the super glue, they had to fill. They had to come up with something. So uh, the largest teachers union, this is actually, um, I'm doing a lot of teacher, a lot of, school board and teacher union work right now. This is right up my alley. The most interesting thing about teachers unions is compulsory membership, or any union for that matter. Right to work laws makes it, why should you be forced into a union, particularly if that union doesn't represent, if it's doing nothing but contributing to political campaigns that you wouldn't contribute to? people and causes that you don't support. Why should you be forced to give your money to an organization that's going to turn around and give it to something that you don't believe in? But the people who run those outfits, all leftists, don't really care. Uh, that freedom of choice, they want taken away. You should I'm not back. have the choice to Derek, not support the union. What? Uh, I, fi I fixed it. My bad. Okay, hit it. 
Uh, which one? So we're on headline one? We're on headline one, image eight. This is not fake. Uh, tough to read because of the, the background and what have you, but this came from the Washington Examiner, and this is true. I'm going to read to you some of the data. The data reviewed by Americans for Fair Treatment, which was provided exclusively to the Washington Examiner, showed that the political activities donations totaled 18% of the NEA, the National Education Association, of the, eight, of the union's $374 million budget for 2021. Meanwhile, only 9% of the NEA's budget was spent on direct assistance to its members. So 18% to political contributions, 9% spent on members. What are the teachers unions really for? I mean, what is the NEA really for at this point? Headline number two on screen, please. New York. Ways giving pizza joints and other eateries uh, the okay to sell cannabis-infused food. This one should go with image number nine. This is true. This is true. Hey, what could go wrong? Right? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> uh, I give a presentation. If you ever want to book me to speak uh, at, at an event, um, you can see the how to read, get a hold of me in the ticker. Uh, Six things that happen where liberals control. I have a presentation I call Six Things That Happen Where Liberals Control Everything. Where liberals control all of government, there are six things that always happen. One of those six is the easing of restrict is the ability easing the ability for society to intoxicate itself. And where, where liberals rule, they make it easier and easier for society to get stoned, baked, drunk, whatever. Uh, that's whether that's a good thing or a bad thing can be debated, but it can't be debated that that's the truth. Giving pizza the ability to cannabis infused pizzas and sandwiches. How is this a good idea in any way, shape, or form? If you've got pizza joints that can sell marijuana pizzas, does logic and intuition tell you that there will be fewer? or more people operating a motor vehicle under the influence. I don't need a study. I don't need to, to spend $600,000 for Harvard or Columbia to look into this. If pizza joints can sell pizza with dope in it, there will be more people behind the wheel of a car under the influence, some of whom will have driven to the pizza spot, had dinner, got in their car to go home with marijuana in their system. H how is this a good idea on any level? Headline number three on screen. Fearing, uh, where'd it go? Woke mob violence, city renames Memorial Park, Inclusivity Park. This goes along with number 19. I think it's F19, if I remember correctly. This is fake. Not too difficult to believe. However, I made it up. That brings us to image number four, or headline number four. Uh, Washington State Legislature strikes word marijuana from state laws citing racism and image number 10. This is true. 
amazingly, this is true. So now the word marijuana is racist. Um, the bill's sponsor, a Democrat, of course, as marijuana, as recreational marijuana becomes more popular, it was negatively associated to Mexican immigrants, Morgan explained. Even though it seems simple because it's just one word, the reality is we're having, we're healing submitted against black and brown people around cannabis. So we're wrongs by no longer calling marijuana marijuana. Because, my friends, if you believe racism is everywhere, if you look for racism everywhere, if you're convinced that racism dominates everything, guess what? It does in your own mind. If you believe everything's racist, then you're going to find racism everywhere. And that's exactly what the left in America today is doing. It's all racist. Everything in one way, shape, or form can be turned into racism, even the word marijuana. So that's Uncle Tom Talks. We're going to wrap it up and get out of here. Um, my show has been bumped to 3 p.m. Mountain, 5 o'clock Eastern, formerly 4 o'clock, but now you've got a new show at 4 o'clock. So I'm the warm-up act. I'm the intro. And... Um, Looking forward to it. Three o'clock is good, especially in the summertime. Get me out of here a little bit earlier. I can get outside and get a hike in, ride my bike, whatever I want to do. So find Uncle Tom Talks anywhere and everywhere. Uh, we've had some difficulty on Spotify. I know we're on Spotify, but it doesn't always get uploaded as quickly as it could. We're working on that now. Conservative-Daily.com. Uh, that's my host. We're Uncle Tom Talks on Rumble, DLive, and on Twitch, Telegram, T.me. Uncle Tom Talks. Derek Wilburn coming at you live on Tuesday, Thursdays, 3 o'clock Mountain Time. I'll see you next time around. Thank you guys for joining in to another episode of Uncle Tom Talks with Derek Wilburn. We will be starting at 3 o'clock Mountain Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Look forward to seeing you next week on Tuesday. Once again, 3 o'clock Mountain Time.